warning. What you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Well, guys, we're back. It's me, Elliot, and uh, Keith here. Talking more about movies that we like on the Trash Heap. Uh, today we've got a pretty extreme episode. What do you think, Keith? Semper Fly, Elliot. Semper, Semper Fly. fly. Uh, so I, some of you may or may not be aware, there's a movie coming out called Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. And uh, This is a monumentous occasion. This really is something, is. The, the kind of thing that happens once in a lifetime. And, you know, we really want to follow the history of Triple X from the first Triple X from 2002 with Vin Diesel to Triple X State of the Union with uh, my nemesis Ice Cube. And then also to kind of uh, get in the spirit, we're we're wearing some pretty extreme outfits right now. That's right. We're tracing the Mountain Dew-soaked trail of the X franchise all the way from the original up to the newest film. And to really honor the spirit of the series, we're both draped in our most extreme outfits. So what, do, what are you wearing, Elliot? I have a shirt on, and it has a grizzly bear ripping through the chest as if the bear is coming through me like an alien chest burster but it's just a bear no that's extreme also not unlike uh the demeanor of one ice cube in triple x2 yeah state of the union yeah, yeah. he's that you might equate him with a ferocious grizzly bear i definitely would and then keith, uh, keith what do you got on uh i am wearing a honda motocross jersey uh that is bright red and black and has graphics all over it bright bold graphics Something kind of resembling the pants that uh, Xander Cage, a.k.a. Vin Diesel, wears in the first Triple X. We also drank some uh, caffeinated uh, hard alcohol before we started recording, which honestly has made me more mellow and chilled out. Yeah, there's nothing more extreme than uh, taking the edge off with some <laughs> with some whiskey and enjoying a little bit of uh, a liver shutdown. Before we get into the meat of this, uh, me and Keith just spent the morning watching movie trailers. So you know what that means. It's time for knee-jerk reactions. Knee-jerk reactions. Well, let's see. Where, do we, where should we start? Because we watched some doozies this morning. Yeah, I have seen and heard terrible, terrible things uh, in the form of movie trailers today. Probably the biggest and most relevant would be uh, Power Rangers. That's be a, a, a pretty hot topic at the moment. Yeah, you know the first uh, the, the actual teaser trailer for Power Rangers, uh, I was I thought looked surprisingly not bad, but the new look full trailer does really is really underwhelming to me. I completely disagree. Mm. I think it it hits like a hammer. Um, it it grabs you by the nostalgia and doesn't let go. And um, uh, who wouldn't like a bunch of Iron Mans running around? Um, with Brian Cranston embedded in a wall, uh, fighting. Um, when you put it that giant monsters. When you put it that way, it sounds really, really good. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we've watched a trailer called Clowntergeist. Clowntergeist. And let me tell you something. When we saw that name pop up, uh, we got really excited. I expected it, one part's clown and one part's poltergeist. And I was immediately, immediately disappointed. Yeah, that is not what we got. Uh, this movie looks like it was shot on a cell phone from 2004, and it takes itself way, way, way too seriously for anything called Clowntergeist. It, uh, the premise is about a ghost clown. Well, the clown is, it's, it's a possessed clown. Was it possessed? Yeah, so he's just a guy. 
but he's got a ghost inside of him. Like, sort of like Craig T. Nelson in uh, Poltergeist 2, when he drinks the tequila and the, the worm is haunted mm-hmm. at the bottom of the bottle, and he sort of becomes possessed and aggressive towards his wife. Mm. Um, that's what this is. It's a it's You sure a that wasn't just the alcoholism? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, like, I swear, honey, it was the ghost worm. Yeah, yeah, there was a ghost <laughs> in the worm. <laughs> I was like, I, I, you know me, normally I would never do such a thing. <laughs> No, unfortunately, the the big uh, reveal there was the uh, eyeball on the side of the tequila worm, kind of looking around suspiciously. Mm-hmm. That's a really good movie. We should just watch that. No, no, it's not a good movie. It's it's got really good uh, monster effects. Let me in. Buried, You're all gonna die. Buried in a really boring movie. <laughs> it can't be any worse than Poltergeist three. Uh, Poltergeist three is better. No, yeah, I disagree. At least the first five minutes of Poltergeist oh, through better. I, don't, I haven't seen the whole movie in some time. We just opened a can of tequila worms. All right, but <laughs> I think you know, kind of, what kind of kicked this off was a knee jerk reaction we both had a couple months ago to a trailer called Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Oh yes, now that's this is a, a textbook example of a quality movie trailer. I think it goes beyond the textbook. I think it takes, it breaks all the rules and just gives us something we're not expecting. Well, sometimes you have to break all the rules to get well, to the top. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, first off, if, if, if you guys haven't seen the Triple X movies, uh, Vin Diesel's only in the first one originally, and then in two, he's replaced by Ice Cube, and the reason we're given is that Vin Diesel died like, a while in like Borneo on mission or something. Right. Or Burma so, or somewhere. Let's let's. And Vin Diesel is Xander Cage. Start from the top. What is a triple X? This is not a dirty movie. It's kind of dirty. There's no there's no wiener shots. This isn't a porno. That is the one flaw in in the in the franchise. It could be corrected in the Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> we're yet to, we're yet to see. Yeah, this could be the the. So the premise of this movie is. Um, what what is a triple X? Well, triple X starts out as just. Xander Cage, that's his nickname. He's a Vin Diesel. He's an extreme sports enthusiast. He's so extreme, he's got three X's tattooed three X- on the back of his neck. And people call him X or Triple X. Uh, he has a, his own like uh, web series called The Xander Zone, where he breaks it's... the law and does extreme sports while doing it. Now, is Zone spelled with an X? It better be. <laughs> <laughs> it better be. I don't, I don't know if they actually ever spell Zone out. And they mostly just talk about the, the Xander Zone. We'll have to but... go through the credits and, and really dig deep for this. Or yeah. if, if you've, if you've whoever's listening, if you've ever seen uh, Xander Zone spelled with an X, let us know. Hit us with a link to some images. We want to know. But why don't we, uh, well, we got a clip that actually of the Xander Zone. It kind of sets up the, the tone right off the gates of this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. If you're, if you're wondering what exactly you're in for, uh, this audio is going to spell yeah. it out for so you. So it's uh, just to set it up a little bit. Um. He's recording an episode of the Xander Zone in the beginning of the movie. And what he does is he goes and he steals a sports car from, from a U.S. senator. From a U.S. senator. He's zipping through, being chased by cops. His plan is to drive the car off a bridge while parachuting and sky surfing the car. And then he's got a little spiel about what, what he's all about. And that's when he uh, talks about the Xander Zone. So let's just get that going here. Here it is. These monkeys are following me because I just took this car. Obviously, the car doesn't belong to me. It's not my style. It belongs to Dick. Dick Hotchkiss, a California state senator. 
You remember Dick. He's the guy that tried to ban rap music because he feels that the lyrics promote violence. It's music, Dick. He's also the guy that wants to pull every video game off every shelf in the country because he feels that the video games diminish the intelligence of our youth. Well, come on, Dick. It's the only education we got. Dick, you're a bad man. You know what we do to bad men? We punish them. Dick, you've just entered the Xander Zone. Okay, I'm coming in hot with the fat of bacon. Well, that in a nutshell is Xander Cage. That's his philosophy in life. Like, uh, yeah, you once referred to him kind of as a... A Robin Hood type character. Yeah, he steals people's shit and uses their shit in extreme sports stunts to prove a point about society and how we treat each other and, you know, moral consequences. He's really a, he's really a selfless guy. He is. He's. You might call him a hero. Well, I mean, by the end of the movie, if you're not calling him a hero... <laughs> you got problems. You got problems. So, um... So what is it, what qualifies you to be a triple X? Obviously Vin Diesel's name is triple X, but Samuel L. Jackson is going to recruit him for government work based right. on his skill set. So what is it that qualifies well, him? Well, as, as the movie opens, the very, there's actually a scene prior to this and we see a guy who's like a very much, never has given a name or anything, but he's very much like a James Bond type spy guy. He has a tuxedo. He's doing some sort of mission that's in a church where Romstein is playing for some reason. Uh, and he's avoiding bad guys while Romstein's blowing fire out of these weird metal contraptions and singing Romstein-esque songs. I couldn't think of anything cooler than what you just it's described. It's pretty great. Uh, this is like it was all within the first 35 seconds of the movie. And then he gets killed, though, by these uh, this terrorist group called Anarchy 99. Which is which then uh, gets uh, Samuel Jackson, who's a government agent named Augustus Gibbons, to think though they need to try something new. They've been using the same old spies and tuxedos since the '60s. It's not working anymore. We got a new type of villain. We need a new type of hero. So his idea is to recruit a bunch of extreme guys: surfers, uh, skydivers, uh, skateboarders, just general, you know, like. Stick it to the man rebel type guys. Yeah, modern badasses. Modern badasses. And put them through a series of tests to see if they can, um, if they have what it takes to be to be the next Triple X or, or the first one. Got it. So we got another clip too where Vin Diesel kind of just proves himself. Yeah, Vin Diesel gets his tryout. Or and, at least um, proves himself, gets through round one of the tryouts. Right. Well, he uh, in, in this clip he illustrates that not only is does he have the athletic prowess and the muscle... To get the job done, he's also the smartest guy in the room. Let's see. Let's see why. Well done, Mr. Cage. Who the hell are you? The name's Gibbons. Augustus Gibbons. You seem upset. Is that a problem? What is this place? Looks like a diner. That's clever. You know, you almost had me going there for a while. I was a bit groggy before, and then I started noticing things. Like you got a stockbroker over here, all dressed up, reading the Financial Times on a Sunday morning when the market's closed. Unlikely, but okay. I can go with that. 
I could even go with the stick-up man packing a cop issue Beretta. But you want to know where you blew it? With her. My aunt was in the restaurant business all her life. There's no way in hell a career waitress comes to work in high heels. She'd have blisters the size of pancakes before lunch. And if she ain't real, then this whole thing ain't real. That's how I knew that this bozo over here wouldn't get a shot off even if we waited to St. Patrick's Day. Because there's nothing but blanks in these guns. Oh, and no offense, but their performances were terrible. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Okay, it's your turn, pretty boy. What the hell is going on here? It was a test, Mr. Cage, that you aced. He seems to have a poor attitude. Excuse me? Should we throw him back? <laughs> hell no, I love his attitude. Let's take this to the next level. Get on the satcom. Right. Take what to the next level? Yo! I want everybody out in 10 minutes. I don't know who you think you're playing with. I don't play this game. Get Mike a doctor. You don't want him looking like me. I got a party to go to. Shut him up. And don't forget to pay for my wish. (laughs) Why is it always the assholes who pass the tests? Wow. What what a show of cleverness by Triple X. Xander Cage. That puts like Sherlock Holmes would have been dead. What should from now on? What we should refer to? He's got too many names: Vin Diesel, Triple X, X, Xander, um, Xander Cage, KG McCagerson. Uh, well, let's just call him Zan. Zan works for me. I feel like we know him well enough now. Like we're familiar enough with his work. We I mean, spent I, enough time with him. I think he would invite us over to his warehouse for one of his after stunt parties. Oh yeah. Um. This is a movie that I I hate every element of individual element about this movie. I should not like this movie at all. I hate extreme sports. I hate like X Games type culture. I hate the late '90s. I hate the early 2000s. I hate uh, energy drinks. Tony Hawk. I hate Tony Hawk. I hate Tony Hawk trying to act in this movie, which he does. I hate straight edge people, which uh, Xander Cage is. Is he? He has three X's tattooed on his body, and he doesn't drink at all. Or do any drugs. Straight hmm. edge. I don't hate people who don't drink or do drugs. I just hate the, the straight edge movement. Hmm. Um, Does it bother you that Vin Diesel looks like um, the Incredible Hulk turned into a baby instead of a monster? No, but you know what does bother me? And this has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> but in the movie The Curious Case of the Benjamin Button. Yes. You know, about the Brad Pitt ages backwards. He starts out at the movie as a tiny, tiny little old man. Like a baby-sized old man. Then he, you know, grows up, gets bigger, and gets younger looking. But then, what should happen is he should end the movie as a giant baby. But he starts shrinking down again into a regular-sized baby. Oh, yeah. He He should be be, a normal baby. He should be a six-foot-tall, giant-headed, like, monster baby. Yeah, you can't lose all of that mass. Like, it's got nowhere to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... For any of you science heads out there, if you can explain where all that mass would go, um, I'd love to hear it. Because it really kills the movie for me. I like that movie up until the last five minutes. Yeah. Where... Yeah. When you don't adhere to the the laws of molecular biology, you know, that's uh, that's a movie killer for mm-hmm. sure. 
who is the the Aja Argento is also in this movie. Yeah. Um, who is incredible, and I don't know why or how she ended up in this movie. Um, but um, well, I think it's pretty obvious that she saw the writing on the wall that this was a movie of the times. This would go down as one of the greatest action movies of the early 2000s. That she got to work with upcoming action star Vin Diesel in his first completely leading role where he didn't share the spotlight with Paul Walker or the aliens from Pitch Black. Maybe she wanted to kiss him. Um, Maybe they sent her the script and she read that there was kissing scenes and said, Hey, I've always wondered if Vin Diesel's breath uh, tastes like marshmallows and it would be great to find out finally. Probably is actually probably pretty accurate. I've always wondered that myself. So I guess in that sense, me and Asha Argento have something in common. Well, there was only one person you could have asked, and that was Paul Walker, and it's too late for that. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about Triple uh, X is that the villain resembles a human version of one of the werewolves from Underworld. The villains in this movie are great. They're the super generic, like... Eastern European, possibly Russian, possibly... Where are they? They go to Prague in this movie, but yeah, I think all... they're in Prague, but I think the the team of villains is like kind of an international Eastern European team. Yeah, it's a who's who uh, of uh, people from sexy European locales, which I love. The, the, the name of their group is Anarchy 99. Yeah. Uh, when Vin first goes undercover, or Zan, excuse me, not Vin, Zan first goes undercover to infiltrate their gang... At first, he thinks they're pretty cool. Like he's like these guys are kind of like me. Like they like parties, they like babes, they like motorcycles, yeah. fast cars. They have more they in quote, common than not. They quote punk songs from the '80s, Hell you know. Yeah. Uh, but then he kind of learns the shady underbelly that that they're actually like uh, biological terrorists. Yeah, you know, they're bullies and jerks, and they're only out for themselves. And that's not what Triple X is about. No. That's not what Zan is about. No, he's a man of the people. He's a man of compassion. A man of high ideals. And, you know, uh, he, he knows the only way, there's only one way to stop them. And that's a, to beat up a submarine with his fists. And that's exactly what happens in the climax of this movie. He's chasing the submarine, gets on top of it, and punches it to death and saves the day. You think I'm making this up, but this is exactly what happens. There's nothing, literally nothing more extreme than a man beating up a machine with his yeah. bare hands. Like I said, this is... This is I should hate this movie, but I love it. And every person I've shown this to has not wanted to watch it. And then they've walked away being like, I don't understand it, but I really like this movie. By the end, you just fall in love. It's got a it's got a magic to it. And you know what else has a magic to it? It's Triple X2, State of the Union. Starring Ice Cube, your old nemesis? Well, I mean, I, I kind of like to think of us more as kind of like a, you know, like a, we got like this repertoire going, or I put him down. He ignores you. He ignores me. He has no idea you exist. It's kind of you take jabs at him. But it's kind of like this charming, like playful, you know, like frenemy type situation. Yeah, it's you very know? cute. Um, before we we go into that anymore, uh, I just want to uh, remind you that uh, at the top of the show, I said uh, "Semper Fly" mm-hmm. to uh, to you, and that's because when I think of Triple X State of the Union, I think of cool. I think of Ice Cube. I think of style. And it like I feel like a cooler person watching this movie, and so I always felt like it was a missed opportunity that um, instead of uh, "I live for this shit" or any of their other catchphrases, 
they should have taken the marine um battle cry of semper fi and changed it to semper fly because that's exactly what ice cube is and all of his his crew in this movie is they're all so cool i just want to be a part of their crew so badly they are very cool and the 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 setup of this one is triple x zan is dead Yes. They need a new triple X. And Augustus Gibbons, played by Samuel Jackson, says, we need to go even more extreme. So where does he go? He doesn't go to the skate park. He doesn't go to the snowboard slopes. He goes to prison. Yes. He busts out the new triple X from prison because the most deadly Navy SEAL diver that who ever lived, Darius Stone, as played by Ice Cube, is Desolation Jones is currently incarcerated for a crime he sort of committed. <laughs> yeah, he, he half committed the crime. Uh, Technically, he did. This part of the movie is actually pretty fantastic. I mean, the whole movie is fantastic, but I am a sucker for prison break scenes in like any movie, even if it's a bad movie. If there's a good prison break scene, yes. I'm into it. And this movie has a great prison break scene. Yeah, this isn't your mama's Shawshank Redemption chiseling through a wall mm-hmm. and crawling out a tunnel of poop. The one thing this movie is missing is a tunnel of poop. It literally has everything else. Yeah, it's got cheese. It doesn't have cheese. Okay, let's we'll stop right there. Let's uh, let's. Wait, just... what happens when he escapes from prison, though? What's, uh, what's your uh, favorite part about that? Uh, all, all the cops or prison guards being like, you're going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, like he's beating the shit out of him, and they're like, they're like, you're gonna, you're in so much trouble now, and yeah. then he he runs out of the prison, runs onto the prison roof. They're like, he's got nowhere to go. Then he jumps off the prison roof, prison roof into a helicopter, being flown by Samuel Jackson, and it's just pretty. Now, did they have it planned out? Was he was he ready for him, or was that just on the fly? They had it planned out. They well. So, a little bit of backstory is, uh, before Darius Stone was in prison, he worked for uh, Augustus Gibbons. Not as a triple X, just as, like, oh, you know, like, general military government crap. A, an assistant. He was making copies. So, for... yeah, he was, he, was the, he, was the, he was the copy boy Sending in the mailroom. Yeah, yeah, getting coffee, getting donuts. Who just happened to be a master of the martial arts. Right, he just picked everything up secondhand. Just Demolition just expert. By watching everyone. You know, um... But he, he uh, somehow Samuel Jackson gives him some sort of code word that he knows that means break out of the prison and jump off the roof. <laughs> and then when he lands inside the helicopter, Ice Cube goes, you're late, Sam Jackson. And Jam- Sam Jackson has some sort of witty retort about how he's a busy guy. Um, so it was planned out. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's got a, it's got a great prison break scene. It's got a great train uh, action scene. Which, if you listened to the last episode, you know I love action scenes on trains. If only Ice Cube had been hired for uh, Under Siege Two: Dark Territory. Oh man, what a what a different world we would live in if that had happened. And also, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Steven Seagal uh, and Ice Cube going toe to toe in movies well anyway let's we should uh we should get this uh, we could we got a clip here that just kind of sets up how badass cube is how his crew is badass and how much cheese does play a role in uh tri- the the second one triple x to state of the union yeah this movie is uh is not short on humor and um ice cube is the perfect guy to play it up for full effect so this clip kind of shows just how much fun everybody's having man i'm hungry you just ate five minutes ago. Hey, what if I go in the back and get a slice of that cheese? You stop at one slice. 
What the hell Department of Homeland Defense need with a truck full of cheese anyway? You ain't never heard of government cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him a little assistance. Hi, boys. Ladies, look like you're over here. I know we are. I mean, you're coming from the west side, and you know what's going on. Do the thing all night, leave your ass all night. Boy, this is hard. Will I walk by punk? I'm the ball guy. Hey, you have to duck my bullets and my buckshot. Ow! I'm not going out without a fight. He's retarded. Keys in the trunk, move the level because the brakes get stuck. Hi, I'm Agent Shavers. We'll be commandeering your truck today. Man, we can't let nobody know a white guy hijacked us. We'll say we're 75 black guys. Anybody see the popo? Anybody see the popo? Let me know. Anybody see the popo? Anybody see the popo? Where they go? That's not cheese? No, that's not so what you think, D-Train? This enough bang for you? God bless America. God bless America, indeed. Semper Fly, Ice Cube. So as you can hear from that little clip, this movie pretty much has everything. It has uh, trucks full of cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheese truck drivers being seduced by hot babes. Oh, yeah, wisecracking cheese delivery, guys. Um, It's got... Q being smooth as hell. Exhibit. Exhibit runs in his crew. Um, some dude who looks like Corey Haim. Also there. Some subpar uh, Ice Cube tracks on the soundtrack. Oh yeah, the entire movie is just Ice Cube songs playing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't really know why you would need to watch um, any other movie about cheese and trucks that didn't have this scene in it. Yeah, you, what, what else could you possibly want? This might be the best pound for pound uh triple x movie speaking of pound for pound um in this movie i might have even have talked about this on previous e- uh, episodes but there's something that really just confuses and confounds me and bothers me is right after he uh cube gets out of uh prison he goes to a burger place yes he's a hungry boy he wants that uh some real food and he orders he's eating his burger and he orders another shake and some more fries while he still has a plate literally full of french fries. Now, I understand he didn't get that doughy physique by not ordering more fries, but he hasn't even eaten the ones that he has yet. Can I get some sort of explanation as to what his thought process is? So, am, I might understand that you are uh, opposed to him getting more food? A man who has, one, served our country by, you know, killing enemies foreign and domestic. Um, no, I want him to eat the fries, but my, 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 my thought is, if he doesn't he hasn't even eaten the ones in front of him. If he orders more fries, by the time he gets the second plate of fries, they're going to be cold. Well, what I can tell you, uh, as a man who was incarcerated for many, many years during the 1980s... Um, now, you're, you're aware that uh, being inside your mother's womb is not incarceration, right? Yeah, well, that's like your opinion, man. But uh, anyways, Ice Cube is not... It's not about food, and it's not about fries... What these fries represent is a symbol, a symbol of hope that he's not going back to jail, that he is indeed free and has his life back. So by way of him ordering more fries, he sees 
a sun on the horizon. Like he sees the dawn of a new day. Like it's his right as an American to order more fries, even if he hasn't eaten his You're original goddamn fries. right. And he's not going back to jail. So that he's gonna stay on the outside, live his life, and eat all the fries he wants. So him ordering the fries is his own personal state of the union. Oh yeah. All right, Semper Fly. <laughs> Finally, I have an answer. The villain in this movie is Willem Dafoe. After after uh, our buddy Zan went toe-to-toe with some no-name Europeans in the first movie, Ice Cube gets a triumphant face-off against Willem Dafoe. Playing the Secretary of Def- Defense. Yeah. Who's trying to kill the president. Yeah, he's staging a coup of the United States. Topical. Uh, but pretty, this is a pretty good uh, action movie president, too. Let's cut that part out. He's not. Who's the president? I can't remember. I was going to try and make a list of great action movie presidents, but they're all oh, much better. That's than okay. Them. Willem Dafoe has a history of um, playing high-level government operatives. Um, uh, was it Clear and Present Danger? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the only one. That might be the only one. It's sad that he played the Green Goblin like four times. <laughs> uh, uh, he was also a, a Vietnam uh, captain in... Um, Platoon. Platoon. He was Jesus. He was Jesus in The Last Temptation of Christ. Anyways, what were we talking about? Triple X State of the Union. Yeah. <laughs> Think about Willem Dafoe. I don't know where we exactly left off. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, uh, I think, is a great foil for Triple uh, X because um, they portray... Uh, um, Darius as deceptively smart. Obviously, he's street smart, but he's a lot more intellectual than one might assume, and that's where Willem Dafoe makes a fatal mistake because he underestimates Darius, and mm-hmm. it bites him in the end. The same way he uh, Darius bit into those fries, <laughs> or didn't bite into the fries, actually. So what the the final uh, the climax of Triple X state of the union is about a hundred minutes long mm-hmm. well i feel like the whole i would feel like since he gets busted out of prison it becomes the climax of the movie after yeah that. the action doesn't really let up or stop um what happens at the end though uh he jumps off a train or something that's in uh, and uses his skills as a navy seal diver to dodge crumbling some buildings or something they're falling underneath the water it's all very uh confusing he does swim like a seal um you get to see his like his his like his like doughy arms just kind of paddling through the water and then at the end of the movie he has to disappear because he's actually a uh, wanted criminal and then uh augustus gibbon says to his uh, assistant for the new triple x we're gonna have to go even more extreme and you know what that more extreme is what Triple X returns Xander Cage. They bring him back from the dead. Yeah, they resurrect him with um, the uh, the serum from Reanimator, right? Isn't that the isn't this the isn't this occurring in a shared universe with Reanimator? One can only hope. Uh, my guess is that it was probably that Xander Cage just was never actually dead at all. Yeah, he just went on vacation. Uh, this new Triple X though looks really cool. It looks awesome. It looks incredible. It has him skiing in a jungle. I don't even understand how that works. Yeah, he's longboarding uh, through a mountainous highway and bounces off the side of a van. Donnie Yen's in it, kicking major ass. Yeah, my favorite part is actually the fact that uh, 
Vin Diesel pl plays a sort of elder statesman to uh, this next generation of triple X operatives. Who are like the most extreme uh, DJs, snipers, and uh, delivery truck drivers, it appears. Oh, yeah, fixed gear bicycle riders. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's this is like premium rush, chill factor, uh, extreme ops, and triple X all blended together. It's even got a little bit of the pacifier in it because he's sort of just babysitting the entire time. It's. I think it might actually be... Uh, judging by the trailer, but... Um, I mean, maybe that's where Xander Cage went when everyone thought he was dead is he just became the nanny from the pacifier. Oh, yeah. He was just taking some time off to take yeah. care of the kids, make a little extra cash, um, get some new tattoos, and yeah. now he's back. That, that ink doesn't pay for itself. That's true. I can't imagine those uh, government, uh, government checks his uh, black ops work are too deep but yeah we're both really excited for this the trailer looks awesome and we know there's at least a cameo from ice cube as darius stone and in this and in the preview he says x takes care of x semper fly semper fly he's got a grenade launcher too which is very exciting um but uh all this speculation is going to come to an end soon because on the next episode of the trash heap we're actually going to be reviewing a brand new movie. Which has never happened before. Yep. So until then, stay extreme, stay X. Wait, actually, I've got one more thing to say. How come they never played X Gonna Give It To You in either one of the movies? Yeah, why That was a missed opportunity, so it better be in the new one. Did they? Do you think they tried at any point to cast DMX? Because he really had a serious action heyday. With Cradle to the Grave and Romeo yeah, so Must Die. Was he in Romeo Must Die? Was he? Uh, he was in Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li. Right. And he was in Exit Wounds with Seagal. Pretty sure he was in Cradle or uh, Romeo Must Die. I think you're confusing him with Aaliyah. Oh, nope. He totally is. Oh, he is? Yep. Thanks, IMDb. I win this round. Yeah, why didn't they get uh, DMX for uh, any of these movies? I think he would have been perfect, but that's just me. I don't know, guys. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe he does crop up in the new one. We'll be back to report on that. But until then, the trash heap is closed.
When is Kurt Russell the president? I don't think Kurt, Kurt Russell the, is the president. He's the president in one movie. I don't know. Is that real? 